Hey, shorty, what's up? Hi. Can I, you know, can I take you out to dinner sometimes? You know, you're really my type of, of girl, you know? I'm looking for a girl like you to be my partner, to be my wife. Please, I want to marry you. Oh, thank you, but no, it's not going to be possible. Oh, you, so, so, so you have a, you have a man? You have a man? No, I, I don't have a man. I'm actually a lesbian. I like women. Oh, oh, so you're bi. No, I'm not bi. Oh, oh, but you said you like, you like women. So, so you're bi then, you're bi. No, I'm not bi. I like women only. Oh. And, and then it's like, they, 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 you know, they really struggle with that thought that I'm not bi, that, I, that I'm not bi. And I, I think the reason is because they need to see themselves being reflected through me. So when you tell these types of men that you are not interested in men, it's like they don't understand. They're like, where, where does that happen? Where does that exist? Like, how can this be that, you know, a woman does not want or need or crave the presence of a man? Uh, it's really hard for them to understand that my reality doesn't involve men. And they're like, well, but, but, but it's like, it's like, it's like, why always the assumption that men are included when men are not? They, like, just accept the fact that you're not included in my life. You know, the only men I have in my life are friends, okay? And I'll say they're not even close friends. Friends or acquaintances or, like, my family. And that's the way it is if we did if we had a situation where it was reversed and um like we see this all the time a bunch of guys you know we see this all the time guys just hanging out with guys and you know not have not have any girlfriends or not have any women around that that happens all the time i just saw this tiktok um, and, you know, maybe it's a bit irrelevant, but I saw this TikTok and she was basically asking people to show their, um, the background image on their phone, okay, their wallpaper on their phone. And the discovery is that most women have, most women had their, a picture of them and their boyfriends or their partner, um, on their their phone and when you ask the men they didn't have pictures of them and their girlfriends they had pictures of um a lake a default wallpaper pictures of fish uh because they went fishing but like literally i think there was only one one guy who had a picture of him and his girlfriend versus all of the girlfriends that had pictures of their boyfriends 
And it's so like, so like that's why men think that they are the prize. Because the way that so many women act around men is really like, that's what's contributing to them thinking that they are so essential and that they are the prize and that they are the default, you know, desired thing that everybody wants when it just simply is not the case. It it just simply is not the case. So can I blame a guy for, you know, not understanding the logic behind being a lesbian when in their mind their experience has been that everybody has put them on a pedestal and everybody has made them feel like they were heroes and essential and all this when when it's really not. And I I don't want to bash men, okay, but I need to explain that no, I I don't I'm not around men and men don't contribute anything to my life and you know there's no um there's no fear of missing there's no, no missing anything there's no missing anything there's no compensating for anything like my life is great and i'm i'm living well as a lesbian as someone who's strictly interested in in women but i just think that this interaction is really funny cuz if i tell someone I like women. It's like, why are you assuming that men are in the picture? Men are not in the fucking picture. In fact, most men who are in the picture are gay. Are queer. If we were ever to see, to, to, to see who are the men that I get along with in my life. Okay, yeah, most of them are gay. And I'm not discrediting, I'm not discrediting men in general, but it's just like, why the assumption that someone is bi, if I'm telling you, and I didn't tell you anything about being bi before. It's like they really, some of these, some of these straight um, males, they really believe in their minds that they are something that we need to get to, that women need to get to, that women want. And that's fair because most women do want men. That's fair because most women do idolize men. And that's fair because most women, that's the relationship they have with men. I just think that it says a lot, you know. Why would, for example, given the scenario that I was just describing with wallpapers, okay, phone wallpapers. Given that scenario, it's pretty interesting that you know most girls and I think I would I would want to say that even for lesbians women will you know I'm pretty sure if we were to to do the same to make the same experiment with lesbians that most lesbians would have a picture of them and their girlfriends on their wallpaper what that says to me is that women really value their relationship more than anything else or they value the relationships they have more than anything else and i'm not judging here i'm not doing that i'm not judging that because you know i can understand that i am a woman and 
you know, the relationships I have are important to me um, more than the things that I have, for example. But it also says something that most men, like 95% of the men, didn't have a picture of them and their girlfriends or them and their partner. And it's almost like, it, it feels like men kind of just assume, and maybe I'm wrong here, but it seems, if I, it's what it's giving to me, it's giving that men, like, already assume that, like, it's a given to be in a relationship. It's almost like, if I think about the psychology of men and that in those instances, like of a of a guy who is in a relationship but who doesn't have a picture of him and his girlfriend on his cell phone, and who has pictures of cars, pictures of whatever they're interested in, pictures of of a lake, okay. It says that the relationship is not something to necessarily brag about. And why would that be? Would that be because it is implied already? Or, and that since it's implied that they're, they have a relationship, it doesn't need to be put forward type thing. You know, it's like when you have something in the bag and you are so comfortable in having it in the bag, you're not going to brag about it. You know, it's like people who have a lot of money, they don't show off their money like billionaires you know they don't really wear and i'm not saying they don't because yes some of them do but what screams rich is not like necessarily like wearing high-end clothing a lot of billionaires they don't wear you know these 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 they don't wear anything super extravagant you know they don't have to prove to people that they're rich. If you're rich, you don't have to prove that you're rich to anyone. You have the money, you have the money. You don't need to prove that you're rich. And, you know, in fact, a lot of billionaires, they dress very regular, very normal, like minimal clothing or styling. You know, for example, Mark Zuckerberg, I think that he pretty much wears the same thing every day. It was the same thing for Steve Jobs. Because, you know, they didn't prior, like, it wasn't a priority for them. You know, clothes and appearance, it's not a priority for these types of of people because they their mind is on to something else. Their mind is on to what they're, they're going for or what they want. And that makes sense with the idea that, like, most straight men don't have pictures of their girlfriends because... How can they want something that they already have? Whereas I find the relationship of women showing their partners on their phone is more like the relationship is something to show off. Am I wrong? Am I on something here? And it would be my experience as well, being a woman. You know, we talk about our relationships and it is something that women brag about and that women discuss and here's how it is in my couple, here's how it is in my relationship, and blah, 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 blah. And men don't really do that. It's kind of like not interesting. Or I wouldn't say that they don't do that. I'm not, again, I'm not a man. I'm not in the presence of men, really. But 
it seems like they don't really do that the same way. Like they don't really, you know, or if, if they brag about their girlfriends or if they're in love with their girlfriends, sure. But it's like, I think the majority of men don't do that. The majority of men really are that type of people to have a picture of, of them fishing because that's what they're interested in. That's what they're passionate about. And most men are not passionate about their relationships. They are happy about it. They are content about it. They are, you know, they're, they need it. They desperately need a relationship because they need a woman. Okay? But it's almost like they think that women is just the default. Like women should want them. Or women, it's normal for women to to be with men. And therefore, because it's normal, there's nothing to really boast about. There's nothing to brag about. There's no reason to put their relationship on their wallpapers type thing. And that's different for, with women. Because women do put their relationship, you know, like forward. They do put their relationship like putting pictures of them and their partners. So I don't know if I'm on to something, but it's it's fascinating in the psychology of of men that it's kind of like women are default and that it's just assumed that it is assumed that women are just part of their lives but are not special enough to be displayed or brag about and again I'm generalizing it's not every man some men are in fact very demonstrative of their relationship and might be you know might have pictures of their relationships everywhere sure but I don't know like do you understand what I'm getting at you know, it's, 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 it's interesting. It's almost like I think most men just, most men in relationships, and I say, when I say men, I mean, I'm talking about heterosexual men and heterosexual women. Um, that's, that's the scenario. That's, those, this is the subject matter I'm discussing, but it almost seems like men kind of just do whatever they have to do to put up with whatever the relationship requires just so that they can have a relationship because they do gain from being in a relationship. Most straight men, when they're with women or in a relationship, uh, in a lot of dynamics, you know, gender roles are observed. Whereas, and even like still today, like in 2023, you know, it's assumed that from what I see everywhere, from what I see a lot of the times is that men are the ones who are going to work and bringing back the money and women are the ones who are taking care of the home or the family or their men or whatever, taking care of the house, making food and basically like being a mother to their boyfriends. And I don't know if people really realize that, but it's like, I think, yes, men need women because they, when they don't have their mother, okay, 24 hours, seven days a week, like when they were a child, they then need someone to fill that role. They need someone to, you know, I don't want to say make them feel like a child, but they need someone to, you know, to come home to discuss things with them, um, 
they need a home to, to, to get back to. And that's not something that's possible with men. Like, meaning that with their male friends. Like, most guys don't really go and, and, and see their boys and, and talk about their relationship like that. They go out with their boys. They go out with their friends to have a great time, to enjoy life, to laugh, to escape, to, to have fun, you know. But it's not like most straight males go to their their friend's house and are like, um, oh, I'm start talking about their feelings. No, they talk about their feelings with their partner, okay, with their girlfriends, with their moms, with women. And that's that's logical to me because women, we are, that's, that's most women, I would say, you know, that is our innate ability. Like that's women nature to have empathy, to listen, matters of the heart, matters of the heart, matters, you know, anything that it has to do with the home and security and well-being, that is women. So, but it's like the same way that men or some men, you know, take their moms for granted because their moms have always been there because they're the ones who have given birth to them. I feel like that also applies to when they are in a relationship, you know, because really your mother is your, your first example of a woman in your life and as a mother of course being that this is your child you know you're gonna put up with what your child does you know you're gonna you're gonna love your child no matter what because you're the mom and that's your son and so you know it doesn't matter what happens it's kind of like yeah like I'm the mother I'm always gonna be there for my child type thing so is that why men or these types of men assume the same when they are in a relationship with women that women will put up with their anything that they, you know, that their women will put up with anything, their lacks, you know, things that because it's just what women do. Like, is that really how they think? Because it makes sense that these guys, when they get into a relationship they take their, their, their women, they take their girlfriends for granted because in their minds, it's just implied that the girlfriends will, the girl will be there. And if the girl is no longer there and if they start having issues in their relationship, they just start thinking, well, who cares? Then you're not the, 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 the one for me. And there's a lot of other girls who, 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 who are there. You're just one fish in a sea, but men will rarely have to think about like, they rarely think about compromising. They rarely think about, you know, just the act of sex with heterosexual relationships is so weird to me because, and also what's weird is what people could, even what people consider as sex, like it's assumed in, a, in, in, I feel like a lot of places it's assumed that sex is only when there's penetration from you know, penis, vagina, penetration type thing. And it's also assumed that, you know, sex starts when there's penetration and it ends when the guy comes, when there's climax, when, but not, a, not when the girl comes, no, when the guy comes. 
and when the guy has an orgasm. And then it ends there. And hopefully this has changed over the years. Because I feel sorry for my sisters here. Y'all are not having orgasms. And I'm not saying that it's the worst. You know, it's like, it's fine. Everybody has their own version of sex lives. And if, if you are content and happy with that, sure. But I don't buy it. It's weird. It's weird that... You know, because to me, sex is an exchange. Sex is not something to be assumed. You know, when you have, when two women have sex, when two girls have sex, you cannot assume anything. It's it's a discovery process. It's a sort of, of a, a choreography. It's a beautiful dance because you don't know, you know, you're, you're both, let's say, equals. You're both, let's say, the same, even if it, even if everyone is different. You know, but just for the sake of the of the example, and same thing with with in with guys or queer relationships. You know, it's not assumed to know what's gonna go on or how it's gonna go down. There's things that you need to discuss, or there's things that you need to learn and find out about your partner before or while making sex. It's not just assumed that one does this and the other one does that, and that's the process. You know, um, and it's and it's not related to a certain act or anything like that. Um, I find queer relationships, for example, especially with women, when women have sex, there's a lot of of pregame. There's a lot of of mental sexual energy built up before the act. So I I find that personally, like in my relationships or the relationships I see, there's a lot of coming, uh, there's a lot of um, building towards sex, whether it's talking, texting before, whether it's just the, the art of seduction. I would say that if I were to to put into percentages the amount of seduction versus sex i feel for for queer i feel for lesbians the seduction is like the majority like i'm i would be will i would be ready to say that in the experience of sex like foreplay and seduction is probably like 60 or 70 percent if not more okay and the sex act the act you know the sexual part where you know, we do stuff and we physically do stuff to one another. It's the climax. It's the, 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 the top of the, the thing. Okay. It's like the best thing ever because there was a road that brought you to that destination and it was a long road and, but the lo- the, the road was a journey and the whole journey brought you to the moment where you're now physical and, and and it becomes something so deep and and profoundly spiritual and that's not for every encounter because that's just not true it's it's easy for anyone to just you know have sex to have sex whether you're it doesn't matter what your gender is if you know sex is sex if you want sex you're going to you're going to have sex but it doesn't matter your gender but i'm saying in general from my perspective for for lesbians that that would be mostly it. Whereas I find for straight relationships, 
it's like there's almost no seduction there's no like road or journey process it's kind of like assumed that sex is like 90% physical and like maybe 10% not like and I don't understand how my fellow sisters how my fellow straight sisters are happy with that given the fact that me I'm a woman I understand the woman brain I understand that we need that we need those little texts those little like you know it's like if my partner texts me during the day you know sweet nice things or I can't wait to see you tonight or little things like that well then when I see her I am actually so you know it's exciting to see her because there's a build-up there's a mental seduction there's a mental chemistry there's 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 seduction there's there's pregame and then um there's there's the whole experience of getting to the process of having the physical sex aspect of things and the physical sex part is amazing the physical sex part is amazing i will say that i have never been in a relationship or i have never had sex with women and not both women have come like everybody orgasms because it's an exchange you know sex is like you want to please your partner and hopefully the other part the partner wants to please you and there's different ways of pleasing people okay it it's not necessarily only physical some people like physical some people everyone is different so there's ways to please your partner but you discover through the experience of 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 sex you know starting from seduction starting from talking you discover what your partner and what they're like what they what what they like what they enjoy you know and it's such um it's an exciting and fun process whereas i find and from what we see with women it, it's a choreography that's that's done like with straight people but it seems like it is assumed it it's some it feels like it's a theater uh play where everybody just is taking their role and acting their role but it doesn't, it, there's no s sort of improvisation anywhere. In most cases I see with heterosexual sex, it's kind of like, um, yeah, people just play their role and assume their position. Like, you know, even in, in movies or TV shows, it's always like, okay, guy comes back from work, whatever. Um, when he's done eating, takes a shower, and then if he wants sex, he's going to jump in bed and he's going to get in bed and, and start touching the girl a, a little bit. And then the girl will understand that he wants sex. So then she gives, you know, they have sex. But what is the having sex part? If it's just you're you're there as a recipient for him or whatever y'all are doing, I'm not understanding it. Is there no play? Is there no playfulness? And I know there is. I know there's a bunch of straight people who have a lot of, you know, exciting sex. And that's good for you. I'm, I'm really not talking about you. I'm really not referring to you right now. I'm referring to the other type of straight, of straight sisters and of straights who, who go into this routine. And, and you know, guys, they have this, this physical need for sex. I think they feel physically need sex and dare I say that it's not the same thing for women 
dare I say that? Dare I say that women, that it's not vital for women to have sex? I am going to say that. I'm going to say that it's not vital for women to, or for most women to have sex as opposed to men when it's a physical need for them and they need to be able to, to, to come, to have this, this, to have sex for most men. It's, it's a physical need, like the same way that they eat, sleep and drink, they need sex for me. Okay. Eating, sleeping, drinking water. Those are, are, are physical needs that I need. Sex is not one of those. Sex is, is sort of, um, it's a different layer of, it's a different added layer. It's a whole different experience. You know, um, it that doesn't mean that I, that I, that I don't enjoy sex. No, au contraire. It's not, I enjoy it more because it's, you know, it's, I don't, I don't take it for granted. I don't take it for granted, like, the same way that I take for granted that I'm going to have something to eat or sleep tonight. It's an experience outside of the body. Yes, it involves the body, but it's an experience outside my physical, like the physical needs. And I, I think that the, the, the ones who do have this physical need of having physical sex is men. Because y'all, you know, get hard every morning. Your, your dicks are hard. Um, you need to do something about it. And that is completely fair and understandable. I understand that this is your need. And I think a lot of women just fall into, a lot of straight women who are in relationships with these types of men, they just fall into their role kind of assuming, well, okay, he's hard and he wants to have sex and he's deserving of sex because we're married or we're together. So let me just, you know, open my my legs or do whatever. Let me just, let let's just let him, do do his thing type thing but where does so it's like men are, are are not thinking about like me my whole thing is just like okay okay like sure but then what happens to my my, my, my good straight sis who's just doing physical sex but who is not involved emotionally or spiritually, but it's just giving sex because it's it's part of her duty as being married, even if she doesn't want to. Like, that is crazy to me. That is insane to me. Like, I don't even see a scenario where I could be able to have sex with someone if I don't want to have sex with them. And I don't see a scenario where it would be required of me to give my partner sex when I don't want sex. Is that me? Why? And so many people have sex, have physical, have physical sex when they don't want it. A lot of straight cis, a lot of, of my, again, my good straight cis out there with these guys. Y'all, I don't know if there's any one of y'all listening to me, but, but, but it's weird that it's kind of assumed, you know, and I think anything with habits is going to become normal. And I think for a lot of women, it's just normal that you if if your partner if the guy if he wants sex you're going to give it to him but sex is not something you give it's something you experience together and share and exchange together i don't see something i don't see sex as something you give this is something you give and receive however 
whatever de um, definition you, you have of what is giving or receiving for you, but it's it's an exchange. And it's almost like these men, these straight men, just see it as something to, 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 to receive or offer. What about the experience? What about the woman? What about the, your girlfriend that, okay, you, you came, what about her? Is she satisfied? Is she on the same cloud, you know, as you? And it's like, sometimes I see this, whether on shows and TV shows, guys just, just, just fall asleep after, after the orgasm. And I understand it's a physiology, you know, it's physical for them. The, their body needs rest because they just had an orgasm. They just came fine. But you, why are you not taking into consideration the fact that what about your, your woman? What about her? And men just don't consider women. They take for they take women for granted because they think that they are owed things. They think that they are owed sex, that they are owed having a relationship, that they are owed having that. It's like, no. If laws and if patriarchy didn't exist and didn't give every man a woman, okay, you wouldn't have none. You, you would be fiending for your life, trying to find a mate. Because there's, there's more guys than girls in the world. So you, you would be looking for some, you would be looking for somewhere to ejaculate and you would be very desperate because, yeah, there, there's more men than women on this earth. So there's, there's so many men for one woman. So there's competition. And if you're not up there with the competition to, to be able to come to, 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 to have this woman, you're not around women. You wouldn't be able to, to even be able to have sex. But of course, because of the of history and laws and, and how society is, you know, now it's like most men, you know, they, men were given women and were, were told to get married but it's like to the advantage of who, just so that you can, can can have someone to have sex with or take care of you or give you kids. Like, let's free ourselves from the shackles of that. Let's start seeing us and our partners as whole entire beings, you know, that um, are as complex and special as you. Like, I don't understand this. I do understand why and where it comes from because yeah, patriarchy, you know, we've been living we've been living under that for so long, you know, but to me, from my perspective as someone who who doesn't really of course I suffer the consequences of patriarchy every fucking day of my life, of course. But I'm not subjected to men in the same way that most heterosexual people are or heterosexual women are subjected to men, you know. I reject the idea of that and I reject the reality like you know you you can be a guy you can be super interested in me I'm not interested in you I, I I'm not going to be so I don't care I don't see you as a prize I don't see you as something that I need to have or that I'm mi missing or anything like that you know, I, I don't, I don't miss or want anything that you have to provide or that you can provide. You, you actually cannot 
provide anything for me. As a heterosexual male, in the context of of romantic or physical relationships, there's nothing you can do to help me. There's, you are unable to help to love me the way that I need to be loved. You are unable to do that. And for some men, you know, I think that is why they're threatened or that's why they're so unsettled by queers or gay women because they don't see themselves being reflected in her. They don't, they're not, they're unable to see themselves in her. They're unable to see, you know, and, and men are codependent of women. They need to be able to know that, you know, the woman is theirs and they need to be able to see themselves through the woman. Like, they need that. It's so important for men. So when you are, when when I am confronted by situations with men who are so perplexed and like, that is so weird. Like, what happened for you to be gay? What happened? Baby, it's, it's almost like... It's almost like everyone is brainwashed but me. You know, would it be because for most men, what they want is power and money? And so if it's not, you know, if we go back to the scenario that, you know, the example earlier that I made um, with men not showing, not having pictures of their girlfriends on their phone, and having, you know, other stuff shown or whatever. It's almost like, you know, men's motivations in life is power and money and success. Whereas women's motivations in life is not that. It's like relationships and love and like children or, you know, those are most aspirations that a lot of women have. Like, I want to be married. I want to, you know, have children and you know, live a comfortable life type thing. So that makes sense that when these women, you know, now have partners or a husband, it makes sense that this is something to brag about because in the world of of women and social status, that is what has been shown as the best case scenario for so many years, to be married to a rich husband and have children so it's kind of how women you know it's kind of a competition it's how it's how women competition type thing you know it's like the competition of women is through that in in society through you know their relationships and you know that stuff but for men they're they're not competing with their relationships they're they're competing the competition around men is who is the most powerful who has the most money who has the most success maybe at work or but it's unrelated to the relationships thing it's unrelated to the relationship you know men would have aspirations at work because they're in competition not with women but with other men. They're in competition with other men, either at their workplace or in their lives. The competition is amongst men. And most men, as I said, are not, they don't value their relationship or their relationship as something that is, like, that's kind of just a given. 
I'm a man. I'm going to be in, I would, you know, the relationship is an extension of me and my wife is an ex- extension of me. And that's, that's different. That's the home. But their true passions in life are mostly about money, success, goals, and, you know, things very male oriented. But so in the case of being in a, in a relationship with, with a straight male, I would, I mean, it seems challenging because your partner is not really seeing you as an equal, like, almost as an equal partner. They only, only kind of see you as um, just being there and taking care of them and because your world as a woman, as one of these women, is your, your husband. Again, you're going to do these women, they, they would do whatever it takes to keep a man to do because that, that's, that's their level of ambition is, is to have a man. And maybe that's why they are miserable after that when they have, when, when they have, they're in a relationship with a man and, and it's not going well and they think that their whole lives are over because the relationship is going bad. But it's like because they don't have anything else, they don't have any other goals other than, they don't have any other identities other than, than being with a man. But men don't form their identities with being with a woman. They form their identities with what they do, with how much money they make, with, with what they're doing at work, inspiration, or they, with, they compare themselves to other men. But it's like women compare themselves to other women, but bo- mostly based on, the, on relationships. Like, you know, it, it's kind of like their currency, so when but but when things happen then in a couple where shit is going down the relationship is not going well um how to resolve that when your partner doesn't even consider you as an equal because that's not that's weird to me the fact that guys and despite patriarchy how can you have sex come and your 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 wife or your girlfriend is not is, is is still there unsatisfied and you go to bed how is that possible you are able to do that because you assume that 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 it's normal you assume that yeah you came and and like please is it me is that not bizarre how I could never go to bed. I could I couldn't sleep if I'm having sex with my partner or whatever she's giving me head um <laughs> for having sex. I'm not going to go to bed or ignore her before I know that she is satisfied. So again, and that doesn't help that a lot of women fake orgasms for who? Why are you faking orgasms just to have your man believe that he did his job when he didn't do his job of of satisfying you? Because that's being a a relationship involves that. It's not just what he can provide for you or the money that he has or anything like it's like to me, that is an advantage of when I'm in 
uh, of me being in a, a queer relationship, and that's an advantage of being a woman, because and and understanding that sex is not it is something separate other than my physical needs. Because when you understand that, you understand that there's efforts to be made. There's efforts, and it's something different than just the the physiology, the physiology, physiologic. <laughs> I can't say the word. You understand that it's, you know, it's outside physics. It's outside the physiology, physi, oh my gosh, the physicality of things. But when you consider sex as being just a need, a physical need, you know, then you, you yeah, you wouldn't give a fuck about your other partner when you come because you're just like, well, we're both satisfied. We both had sex. Like, no, is that really sex? Is that a sexual experience that? most straight straight women want i don't know is is it you guys or are are y'all just okay i think a lot of these women they're just kind of okay with it now and they they accept the fact that um they just accept the fact that it is what it is in a relationship and you know it's great if you if that if it doesn't apply to you if you are straight and you you are thinking you know in your mind I'm wrong like you can that's fine you know and I'm happy for any straight couple who has a healthy sex life but it's just that I notice these things about straight couples or straight people and it's bizarre it's bizarre because because it's like your partner doesn't see you at all or doesn't empathize with you at all, just kind of sees you as being there, being willing to provide for his needs. But what about your needs? What about your experience of sex and of joy and, uh, and of the exchange of sex? It's, it's a beautiful moment. And to think that so many women don't experience that because they're so fearful of, uh, they're so adamant of, of um they're so adamant of preserving that their relationship that they don't want to do anything to maybe upset it or they don't want to take the risk to 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 claim what they want or what they need because you know they don't want to start being too needy or it's like but this is a real need like how can you have sex if it's only a one-way street and I really, I'm, I, it's like weird. I know that it's not everyone. I know that some, there are some healthy straight couples who do have healthy sex. But I, I think I, I would want to say that most don't. For me, it's like I would rather not have sex um, every day and, and only have great sex. Like I only want great sex. I don't, I'm not going to start, start shaking in the morning if I don't have it, as opposed to some men. I'm not going to start, you know, con- conversating in bed because, oh, I, I have blue balls and it hurts. No, I'm, I'm not a man. I don't have that, that fucking, you know, that, that challenge. I only want great sex. I don't want the, 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 do you understand? You know what I mean? I know I'm rambling on, but. It's just a thought because it's just a thought because again to come back to the initial thing it's like 
I like women. Oh, so you're bi. Where did you see that I mentioned men? Why are you assuming that there's a man in the equation? If I'm telling you I like apples, why would you tell me, oh, so you like tropical fruits? I didn't say I like tropical fruits. I said I like apples. I, I did say, um, you know, so what? it's just bizarre. And then when you, when you tell them, no, I'm not bi, oh, so why... What's wrong with you that you don't you don't need a man and and you don't want a man? What is wrong with you in your life that you are existing without the presence of a male? Because surely you are a woman and surely, you know, you you have the same needs as other as other women in my life. And, and surely you it's, it's impossible for you not to 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 want. It's like, no, it's not impossible. Like y'all's minds are, are really weird and twisted. But you told me you like women. Yeah. Where do you see that? I told you. Where? Where's the bi? Bisexual is liking both women and men. Where? Where's the assumption that I like men? We don't. Lesbians don't. If I can speak for other lesbians who are strictly dickly women, we don't. Do I? Do I mean? Do I mean that? That women don't need don't need men. No. If I'm in a relationship with a woman, I'm in a, I'm in a lesbian relationship. Let's, I'm going to give us a random, I'm going to give a scenario. I'm in a relationship with a woman and she is pregnant and we have a child. And we have, whether it's a girl, a, a boy or a girl, you need the presence of both men and women. I do truly believe that. It's just a matter of balance and harmony in life. There's a reason why male exists. There's a, re- a reason why women exist. And you, you, there's value to all of it. There's value to all of us. That's why I don't want to come off here acting like a man hater because I'm really not. Um, there's things that I have learned from men in my life. I grew up with, you know, straight parents with a father and a mother. I understand the value of of what everyone has to bring. And for example, if I were to have a child, let's say let's say that I'm in a lesbian relationship and we are having a child, having and well, I wouldn't make it a point. I would find ways. For example, if we have a boy, um I would I would find ways that it like it's important that my son would have examples of men in their lives to see, to understand men, to see how men operate, maybe to see themselves through, through them or to give, because I can't give what a man can give to a boy, to a, to, I can't, I can't do that. As a woman, even if, yes, we can raise a child as two women, but the, we don't live in a world where there's only women, there's also men. So it would be irresponsible and I would be doing my child, my son, a disservice by omitting him from, you know, by by blocking men in his life. And especially that it's a boy. There's things that I can't teach a boy that only men can can learn or can can teach them or, you know, um, it's the same thing. Like if you're if you're in a, a gay couple and you're two guys having a. In a, in a queer relationship and having children and or having a daughter 
there's they they're not going to understand their daughter uh the same they're not going to be able to fully understand her because she's going to go through stuff that they have never gone through and that they can't even imagine what it's like or that they can't even fathom their their put their heads around it because they're men and and that's that's fine we shouldn't expect you know men to you know you are a man think like a man be a man be yourself same thing for women you are a woman be yourself be a woman but for example me given a, given the example that if i'm in a lesbian relationship and we're having a boy i i'm not going to be able to understand my my son the my boy my child as best you know there's some things about him that i'm not going to know i'm not going to be able to help with and i'm able to recognize that you know that and that's fair that's fine maybe i would put my child in some sort of karate class or maybe i would have them be in the presence of you know a positive strong male role model somehow maybe go spend a few weeks there you know a few summers or a few it's important it's, it's very important because we we are different for a reason we do bring you know get things um we're different and it's and it's beautiful so i don't hate i don't hate men i don't hate straight mans i don't hate straight people but it's just that the point is that the point is that there's a lot of of assumptions and a lot of it's almost like a maze like there's a lot of roads that i don't know how to, i don't know how to describe it i don't know how to describe it it's like everything it's kind of like everything has value by itself like everything has value by itself but when it comes to exchanging or life experiences and stuff like that you can and should learn and should consider everything else everyone else because you're not just living that experience for you it's not just you and especially during during matters of for example when you have sex it's not just you It's not just you who has a need to 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 have an orgasm and you need to come and that's it. It's an exchange. It's not just you. And how can people be in relationships where they're not being seen or heard or considered and they're being used? They're being used for what? For the sake of I don't want to ruin my relationship for the sake of what? For the sake of of We are enough and we are whole by ourselves. And if you have the chance to be with someone else and to experience a moment like a sexual moment with someone, how dare you make it about you? Because it's not. It's not about you. You're not alone. If you wanted to do that alone, go find yourself a sex doll and, and, and do what you need to do on your own. But that's not what y'all are doing. Y'all are having sex with real people, with real human beings 
who also may have an intention and wanting in the act that you're about to do. So it's bizarre to me how men, straight men, are, are living and operating this life sometimes. Not just with what they say, but how they think and how, how they act as well. And I really want to give a huge shout out to my straight cis women out there. Not, not even cis women, just shout out to the straight women out there. Y'all have a lot to, to, lot of, y'all have a lot to deal with, with these men. If you have a good one that is understanding, that is able to, you know, have goals for himself and who's able to provide everything that you need and who's also able to be attentive and who wants you to be satisfied and happy. I don't see how you can be with someone and not want them to be satisfied and happy. Like, what is that? Is that love? Is that a partnership? Is that... What are we doing? What is that? What, what kind of deal is that? What kind of deal is that? And I really, you know, it must be hard as a, as a straight woman out there in 2023. Because these men now are all, are all brainwashed from patriarchy. And not, not just these men, these women as well. So many people are just brainwashed from patriarchy. And, and patriarchy is literally not perfect like it's not literally not the way to go it's it's literally it's literally bad but anyway like so i'm just giving gonna give a huge shout out to y'all straight women out there dealing with these men i don't deal with them but when i do it's oftentimes a disappointment. It's oftentimes... Uh, I empathize with y'all. And if you have a good one, you know, keep him. And, and also, to the, the straight... To the straight women out there who are in a relationship with hetero guys, with, with yearners, who are in a relationship with guys and want and are mad because the guy is not acting the way that they want let's give another example this girl again on tiktok was talking about you know she was giving examples of x things in her relationship that she was like kind of not happy about and not getting she said um she said that her guy was perfect her boyfriend was perfect he did he always did everything right but the that the main point of of issue in their relationship is pictures. And what I mean by that is that what what she was describing is that so she's like an influencer, right? Just like 99%. Just like 90% of the people right now like she was an influencer or wanting to be an influencer. Basically she had an Instagram and she was saying that the main the, the 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 main point of arguments that they have is always like around pictures and when it comes to taking pictures because they're they're out here in the world and and she wants her boyfriend to take a picture of her and so she shows her boyfriend the picture and the pose that she wants and the angle that she wants him to take and stuff like that 
And then she complains that the picture doesn't look the same as the one that she presented him. First of all, to me, that is a deal breaker. And what I mean by that is you wanting me to take pictures of you when we're out and about on dates and you want to take pictures for for your Instagram and you want me to be your personal photographer. That is a deal breaker to me. Like just point blank period. I'm not saying that I would never do it. I would never take a picture of 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 my girlfriend, you know, wh- while we're outside, but it's like no, not not to your request and not every day and not every moment that we're outside, okay? I have been with a girl like that before and that was such a deal breaker. I literally had to tell her, I'm like, "No, I'm not doing that." Because anytime we are going out to any fucking where, any event, any place it's like oh take a picture of me and it's not just one picture you want multiple pictures you want me to kneel down in front of you and all these women and all these people to take a picture of you for your fucking instagram no i'm not fucking doing that i'm not your personal photographer okay i'm enjoying the moment with you it's one thing to say, oh, let's capture a memorable moment together. Or, oh, you know, can you take a picture with... I would like a picture of my dress or my outfit today because I, I particularly look very good. That's one thing. But then most of these girls, okay, these wannabe influencers that I'm describing, it's like y'all are acting like that every day for regular, regular shit. Wanting your own personal fucking photographer. What can you expect out of a guy? What can you expect out of a guy? You're asking a you're asking a guy, a straight guy to take a picture of you, like and then you're gonna be mad because the picture is not gonna turn out the same way as Bella Hadid. Where like Bella Hadid wasn't photographed by an unwilling and incompetent male, you know, guy who's incompetent at taking pictures. It's like y'all are not fucking realistic and you want these men to morph into what? If you want a girlfriend, just say you want a girlfriend. If you need friends, just say you need friends. Stop expecting your fucking boyfriend to be your personal photographer for your wannabe blog posts on Instagram that you're going to use to do what? No, leave that shit alone. And people who do that, I seriously cannot stand them. You know how I feel when I when it's when I was in that situation with this previous partner? Like she would always ask me to take pictures of her everywhere. I'm like, I'm not your fucking servant. I'm not I'm not gonna do that. But most men, they're being forced, they're be, they're being nagged by their girlfriends. Again, this dynamic of when you're in a relationship of women nagging to their boyfriends about shit is very reminiscent of like the mother and son dynamic here because mothers will nag at their sons or say things and you just have to put up with it because it's your mom okay okay i'll do it okay mom okay i'll do it okay mom okay i'll do it and so when that translates when that translates into a relationship yeah, he might take that picture, but it's not going to be a cute picture. And when you're telling me that this is the main argument that y'all have in your relationship and that it's it's almost a deal breaker, what is the relationship? Y'all don't have one. If 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 the relationship 
is in, is in shambles because of that issue, what is the relationship based on exactly? What is it that you want? You want a guy that is, that is enamored, only has eyes for you, only has... Where does that go, babe? And, and first of all, I, I'm a firm believer that monogamy is, it was, is not natural. Okay, just disclaimer here. That's just my personal beliefs. Okay, that's literally just my personal beliefs. But give an example. Let's give, and you know, jealousy is, is normal still. I am Polly, and I still experience jealousy. I'm still jealous sometimes. I still feel jealousy. It's just I don't let it control, you know, it, it's, it, I just let it pass just like any sort of, of emotion or feeling, okay, I may feel jealous at this time because of whatever reason, but that's not going to determine my actions. That's not going to determine or change anything about the, the, the love or the, the bond that I have with my partner because I'm jealous that, you know, she's, she's with uh, someone else. Someone else may be jealous of us. Someone else is jealous of us because what we have is, is special and, and unique. So, but jealousy is not, like jealousy is not a reason. Let's give an example. I, I'm watching Love Island UK. I love it. I love Love, love Island. It's funny how all these people sign up to go on a show where the whole point of the show is to date people and to see other people that you are dating, dating everyone else, right? But then when jealousy, when something happens, you know, like, it could be like, it could be like a guy, like, building something super... Okay, so there's this guy, um, I'm not going to give any spoilers, just in case some people want to watch it, but it, it's always the same thing. It's like, this girl, a girl and a guy, and then they, they, they kind of are into each other on the show. They go on the show. They start developing a romance and feelings. They start flirting and stuff like that. But then a new bombshell, like new people come into the villa. And then that, that creates tension. And that's the whole show, pretty much, like reactions and tensions. But so then, for example, in a case where I'm going to give random name, Julie and Matthew, Julie and Matthew are meeting on Love Island. They're developing something strong together. They start having feelings. They start feeling for one another. But then another girl, Vanessa, arrives. A new girl, Vanessa, arrives. And then Matthew is also feeling Vanessa. Matthew is also interested and intrigued in talking to Vanessa. What will happen is that Julie will be mad and jealous because Julie will look at the relationship between Matthew and Vanessa as a comp as a, as something to compare with her own relationship with Matthew. What I'm trying to 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 argue here or say is that what Matthew has with Vanessa, the new girl, is not what Matthew has with Julie. Okay, it's not. It's not the same thing. It's not. It's it's just not the same. It's normal to feel jealous. It's nor, It's normal for for Julie to be jealous or to feel some sort. It sucks to see that, 
right? It sucks to see that in your face, but then you signed up to go on Love Island because you wanted to have front row. Me in these situations, when I'm jealous, I leave the premises or I just do something else. I don't want to necessarily see it. I understand that it's happening. I understand that, you know, passion erupts and passion just exists. You can't fight that. You cannot be mad at someone for for being interested in someone else if this is the if this is if they truly have something in their heart for them or if there's anything it's like it's their like their it's their right as a human being to feel things and to to have interests i'm not saying for for you know for for people who are in committed monogamous relationship y'all have other types of rules that i personally think are just you know y'all y'all set standards with the rules that y'all have and i understand that you know for most hetero for most monogamous relationship well usually for monogamous relationships it's bad to like just the thought of you know your partner liking someone else is 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 the end of the world, but I don't get why it's the end of the world. Like the same way that you have a spark with your partner, why wouldn't they have sparks with someone else or with other people? And and what about it, you know, aka sparks with other people, what about it is ever it has anything to do with you? You know what I'm saying? It it really doesn't. It it simply doesn't. And these girls, for example, they will go on Love Island. Let's let's put this in, let's go back to the scenario with Julie, Matthew, and Vanessa. Julie will be will be mad and jealous because Matthew is flirting with Vanessa, and then Jill, Julie will say things like, "Well, do you really like me, or do you like her?" Because I'm not gonna sit around if you're gonna go and and you prefer her. But it's like, can he have time to fucking? see can he have can we give this man some perspective whether it's a man or a woman and i and i it could be another it could be the same scenario with a woman it could be with vanessa liking two guys you know but then guys will be like well you need to just you need to pick one you need to be why why the need to pick one? It's like, because everybody just wants to believe that they are the best of the best and that they're the only ones. But that's not realistic. You are not the only one. You are not the only one. You are not able to provide what someone else is able to provide. Does that mean that what you have to provide is not good or not exceptional or that you won't get married or that you're not the best or that you're not... We are different people. We are different people and it's it's just not comparable. Me being in, in a, you know, for example, polyamorous, I, I'm not threatened at all by, you know, relationships of, of others or it, it, I don't care. Because as long as I'm happy, as long as I'm satisfied with what I have, with what we're building and and my relationship is strong. I don't. I don't give a fuck. And even if, let let let's say, if my relationship starts going, you know, starts sucking, or starts being bad because 
my partner has met someone and it's impacting my relationship, it still doesn't have anything to do with the other girl. It has to do with my partner and me. And it, and it just means that, you know, either some adjustments must be made within our relationship or, you know, solutions must be found or it, that it's just, you know, or that it's not working, point blank and simple. I don't have to degrade someone else's experience or to make them feel like what they're living is not valid. You know, it's like, please, if, if, you, if you do love uh, Watch Love Island UK, you know, it's always the same patterns. It's like these girls start getting comfortable in relationships and then they, they, they're not even in relationships yet, but they, they start being comfortable, you know, with these guys and men are, are they're, they're, chase, they're chasers, they're go-getters. They're, they're, they're fucking hunting for foraging kings out there. This is in their nature to chase. It's in their nature. And it's in human nature. We cannot control. We cannot control matters of the heart. We can't control matters of passion. I'm not saying that boundaries don't exist and people should just do you know, whatever the fuck they want and fuck everyone and be with everyone. No, there's there's rules and there's boundaries with any relationship, with all types of relationships. But this feeling of jealousy, it's like people really put, I find, too much attention on it because it shouldn't be an excuse. It shouldn't be a cause. It shouldn't be anything. Okay, you are jealous. You are also on Love Island. You you decided to subject yourself to that, to that, to witness that, you know, but, and it's kind of like, there is room to, for everyone, for every reality to exist, and you don't have to be compromised by that, you don't have to be threatened by anything, if what you have is solid, and if you're happy and content, but you will never be happy and you will never be content when you start comparing what you have with others or when you start comparing or, or, or when you start kind of assuming the value of something you can't control. You cannot control that. It's like, for me, I wouldn't want to keep a partner if I feel like I'm, I'm trapping them or if I feel like they're, they're not acting in their, their natural way just to be with, with me. Uh, you know, aside, unless it's their wanting, unless it's something that they want. But I wouldn't feel comfortable kind of like having my boyfriend on a leash, you know, like, or, or you can't do this, you can't watch, you can't. Why not? Life is a fucking buffet. You, 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 you literally want your partner to, to tell you that, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying they should, they should tell you that, but it's like, it's a reality that there is, that there are other people, that there's a variety of things to enjoy in life. To me, I just find it much simpler to accept the truth, to accept the fact that First of all, I do not control it. I, I can't control. I don't live life for others. Who am I to judge 
what someone else needs. If, if my partner needs me, if my partner sees the value of me in their lives, well, why would I? Nothing's going to happen. Like I've been in a, in a relationship for many, many years and it doesn't mean that, um, how can I say, I, I've never felt, you know, I've never been threatened. It's never, um, yeah, maybe, okay, I might get jealous or, but when you have something good and when you have something valuable that everyone, that both parties cherish and and work for and there it's a, it's kind of like there's no worries and and it's it's to the point where it's almost like and it's to the point where the respect and the love grows even more because now it becomes a situation that you both see as you both want that because you're both still together. You're both in a relationship. You're both, you know, and it becomes sort of like you're not, I'm, I'm not forcing you and she's not forcing me. We are choosing to be together and to, to make it happen for ourselves. Um, and that's fine. It's okay if I'm jealous that, you know, it's okay if she, she's, she's talking to a girl. Most likely, I'm not going to be around because most likely I don't really put myself in, in situations like these. And because, uh, you know, I, I, I don't like to feel jealous. I don't like to, to um, <laughs> you know, I, I, don't, I don't like to see that. But I understand and I accept that, you know, she has other relationships or she she may have other relationships and you know whether it's friendship or whether it's flirting or whether it's more like I have no doubt in my mind that um I'm a priority to her and that and she is a priority to me and it's crazy because with after these after all these years our bond has only been stronger. We only have gone upwards. We only, and I think it's kind of a level of respect where I'm not expecting my partner to change. I'm not expecting her. And, and naturally over the years, things have changed a lot. You know, she, she's not, um, she's not after every girl. She's not at, like, it takes a significant amount of of passion even to be, you know, for her to even engage with other people now. Um, I'm not talking about just flirting. You know, I, again, I don't give a fuck about, about flirting. Flirting to me is just banter, as we say, okay? And that's fine. Some people need the validation of flirting. I don't, I don't, right? But it's kind of like made it that over the years... Um, she doesn't even crave what she used to crave before when we, when we met. Cause the relationship that we have is so unique and so strong and so loving and understanding. And there's no fear of expressing ourselves. There's no fear of saying what, how we feel and what we want. And it's became so precious. You know, I've, I've only known this this type of love only once. It's the only type of love 
at this level that I ever felt in my life. And, you know, that that's how it's going to continue. But, you know, um, does that mean that I'm closing my eyes on what I don't want to see or don't want to accept? No, I, I respect her um, the way that she is. I love her the way she is. And it's normal that other people are are flirty with her or are flirting with her or want her. That's completely normal. I want her. Like, okay, I'm not I'm not gonna be more special than anybody else. Like the same charisma, the same love I see and I mean, of course, like I understand why people fucking, you know, want her. <laughs> Do they have her? No. So what is the feeling of jealousy of why am I going to keep to be mad at her? You know, or why would she be mad at me? Um, you know, it, it, because of something like jealousy. If anything, I find jealousy is just normal. You know, um, if you don't feel any sort of jealousy with your partner or I think to me, it's kind of. I don't I don't buy it because je- jealousy is just it's normal. We're human beings, you know. Um, but I don't feel threatened. I don't feel um, like I I'm not in competition or comparison with anybody else because no one else is me. And no one else is her. So how can I be uh, jealous or mad? Well, how can I be mad? Maybe I'm jealous because you know, uh, because I, I, I want that time with her and for myself, but I'm not mad that I'm not mad that she's, she, she's enjoying her life or living the life the way that she wants. Um, the way that, however she wants to live it and jealousy is not dictating our actions. Jealousy is not dictating um, what we're going to do. The only thing that's going to determine, you know, the, 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 how the relationship is going or how the relationship is going to go is by discussing real matters and real issues, you know, real threats to our relationship. But to me, I just don't, I, I, I'll be honest, I, I just don't think that it's, I do think it's possible for, for people to remain in monogamous relationships. I do believe that. My parents have been married for years. They've always been together, but it's not, it hasn't always been easy. It's not because there hasn't been any hurdles. Um, they went through a lot of challenges together and it, they made the decision you know, the choice to commit to one another and see this thing through. But that's really all it is. And any any type of relationship, whether it's poly, monogamous, it's just a matter of discussing, you know, goals and choices. And, and But if you don't love the person the way that they are, and if you are expecting them to change, it's like when I met my girlfriend, she was a flirt. And she still is a flirt. Uh, who am I to, to, to expect her to change that? 
who am I? When I met her, she was like that. Has she become less of a flirt over the years? Yes, absolutely. But I don't, I don't, I don't have control over that. That is in her nature, okay? That's in her nature to, she loves the attention. You know, she loves, and, and she deserves it. She can receive, she can get it all. And I'll be honest, for, for me now, it's kind of like a turn on. It's a turn on because at the end of the day, I know what I have. You know? And it's a turn on because it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm lucky to, to be with her. I'm lucky and I'm grateful that it's going well. I'm grateful that we're able to, you know, build and grow together and, and love one another. And, you know, there are some aspects of me that when she met me, that's how I was. I was always an introvert. I was always um, a homebody. It would be unfair to me if she start, started, started to expect me to, to change for her. I don't do that. Okay? It's like she's extremely extroverted. I'm extremely introverted. Yes, I'm happy to, you know, attend whatever events I can with her and being there with her, you know, if it was just of her, like she would want me everywhere. But it's like, to me, it's not realistic. So she also has to accept me the way that I am. And she has to accept the fact that, no, I'm, this is not something I'm able to do for you. Does that mean we don't find solutions? Of course we fucking find solutions. And it's all and it's all great and dandy, but I, I just it would be much easier for people to accept their partners the way that they are. AKA if your if your boyfriend is not a photographer and doesn't take nice pictures, that's because he's not a photographer and that's because he doesn't take nice pictures. And you shouldn't be mad at him um because he he's not the person that you want him to be. He can only be himself. He can only be himself and he can always try his best. And you're going to tell me your relationship is in, is in shambles because he doesn't take, take nice pictures of you. And some people are so entitled in their relationship. Some people really don't value their partners. It's a privilege if you are in a happy relationship. Not everyone gets to live that. Not everyone gets to live a, a healthy, meaningful relationship that you can grow with your partner in and, and, and build and and it's it's I don't take it for granted. I don't take my relationships for granted. I simply don't. It's it's a blessing for me, whoever whomever is in my life. It's a blessing for me and my goal is not to change them or to have expectations of them that they just can't fulfill, you know, because what? That's not realistic. It's just, it's not realistic. And so many people have unrealistic, unrealistic expectations of their partner. It's like you'll get in a relationship with someone who is not money-driven and, and, or goal-oriented, and then you'll complain that all they do is sit at home all day. Where did you see that they were driven and, and motivated and goal-oriented if you've never seen that? And then why are you going to be mad when you are realizing that they're not what... Like, no, they, they, 
you understand what I'm saying? It's like if you're with someone and, and, and he's, he's, you know, they're, they're 35 years old and never had any goals or ambition. It's not at, at 36 years old that they're going to have goals and ambition. It's just their nature. It's the way that they are. So you're going to have to live with it. You're going to have to accept that or you're going to have to move on or you're going to have to find something that makes you more happy. But I bet you that there are reasons why you are staying with that person because they do bring you something positive that you don't have anywhere. People are unique. So when you fall in love with someone, you fall in love with them, you know, flaws and all and, you know, their uniqueness. Um, and, and what you find in someone, you just cannot find it somewhere else. Therefore, there's nothing to compare. There's nothing to be mad about. There's nothing to, you know. Anyways, I was just blabbing a little bit. Um, I'm sorry for the, um, the quality. I'm literally, I've been laying on my back this whole entire time. But feel free to let me know anything. Um that you want by email and I'll chat to you another time when I have something else to ramble on about. Thanks for being there. Bye.